Hey guys, what's going on? It's Cody with the Do Work Podcast. What's up? And this is Gerald. Hey, what's going on, fellas? Um, I only answer to those who are not captains. So whatever you have to say, this point forward, I'll just be over here like playing Game Boy. <laughs> I don't actually, I don't actually have Game Boy here. Yeah. So you're just gonna have to imagine. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. The well, man they call Brandy. That's right. That's my Brandy. game. That's my favorite game. It's yeah. me putting out downtowners by myself. It's a by game. yourself. Yeah, wow. it's the whole game. Damn it. Yep. Yep. We're gonna talk it out. Me and him are gonna have a face to face, and we're gonna figure out. Well, this I mean, whole to be thing. to be technically, technically and tactically correct here, me and you just need to show up with the leathers, bro. That's true. Fires, yeah. are just fires go, go out, out with leathers. That's what happened last tour. Yeah, I heard that there was actually twenty five structure fires last tour. Yeah. But we only had the one fire alarm because all it. of them went out. Yeah. Someone called them in and they toned us. And, and they were we like, disregard. Man, they, don't yeah. even do that. Yeah, just turn them around. Just yeah. close the garage door. Yeah. Don't even open it. Cancel yeah. the box. We'll handle this ourselves. Cancel the box. Yeah. Ask my fucking lieutenant right now. It's about the Borks. It it's all about the fucking Borks. Fuck Borks. Borks are like Red Bull. You can fly when you have Borks. You can fly when you have Borks. Do you want to watch a man drag five inch? Interior, okay. I guarantee you, if you He'll saw a man doing on. that, he will have borks on a two and a half inch nozzle, five inch interior. Hey, you know that guy? Oh, that no, we're no going. he'll he'll just have the fucking just the five inch storch the two it's and a half wide. Mouth. It's just a gate. Yeah, mouth. that'll be his nozzle. And he's just <laughs> getting, that's right. Because smoothbore's life, bro. That's right. <laughs> the good old freaking three inch smoothbore. <laughs> <laughs> I got cool eight hundred GPM coming out this night. Solid eight yeah. hundred. <laughs> It travels a whole fucking 16 inches. <laughs> Hell but yeah. you should see the fire load it puts out. <laughs> That's should... right. It's and incredible. I guarantee that man will have borks on his helmet. Yeah, that guy yeah. that throws the... you seen that guy on Facebook a while back. He threw that 40-foot extension ladder by himself. Yeah, that's kind of a boss move. Yeah. Borks, just saying. That just Borks saying. didn't have shit to do with I'm it. Just you, just know, you know what Borks certain... are good for? I'm Melting. That's the only... No, I'm just saying it's the, they got a track record, bro. Yeah. I have of getting mine. melted. That's I, it. I have flipped mine down a couple times. Yeah, and I've thought this is semi-adequate. Like then you put it back work. up, and you're like, yeah. oh yeah. Unless oh, yeah. this whole six-inch space in between the fucking bottom of them and my face, <laughs> you got to lean your head down. <laughs> yeah, you just got to know how to use your head. Bro. <laughs> you can't. You can't look at stuff that's very high. Oh yeah. shit, that's true. <laughs> well, looking up, I could see it. Like that's money. You're looking up, you're like, hey, this is a bad situation. I'm looking yeah. up, I'm cool, I got my borks. Yeah, you can see where I'm looking, awesome. too, because they're like little yeah. pointies. You know, you just look at where my borks are pointed, Yeah, and that's you can see what fire I'm looking at, but usually the biggest one. Yeah, I've seen enough YouTube porn with <laughs> borks on the fire cam. Oh, freaking I, borks, I get what dude. you're talking about. Yeah, bro. Like, you gotta cam. have them. I'm not getting them. If I watch a fire it. cam... Oh, fuck if, no. Yeah. If, if I see yeah. a, like a helmet cam and there's no borks, I just click off the video. <laughs> yeah, crazy. I'm like, this is a waste this. of my time. Yeah. So, I mean, if, no, I, if, I, if I turn on a YouTube video for any kind of training and the guy's not wearing a leather lid with borks, mm-hmm. it's off. Like yeah, Simple as that. It's just got to be turned off simple at this. Yeah, they're they're probably what you're doing at this point. You know, they're yeah. probably clean cab, too, at those departments. Yeah, might yeah. as well be. Yeah. yeah, we'll talk about that. Anyway, what's been going on in Brandon's life? Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, play a lot of golf, fight a little fire, uh, go to church. What a man, single. That's what I in do. In a town. 
in the Texas Panhandle. <laughs> the town of clowns. <laughs> and a squad of goons. And a squad of goons. <laughs> a goon squad, some might say. Some might say. We rolling heavy, though, on b We Chappelle. are rolling heavy. Fucking rolling heavy. And why are we rolling heavy, Cody? It, oh. I'm yeah. not even in that weed, Look though. Look at me. That, was, that hurts. What do you does. mean? What do you mean, why? You can be an honorary... Honorary B-shifter? B-shifter? Yeah. Okay. You have to have Borks, though. Yeah, nope. yeah sorry. Can't have him. <laughs> sorry. We sorry, man. You. I have a lot invested. We can't use you. Yeah. I have a lot invested in the lid. You can come and watch the trucks with us if you want. Yeah, yeah. I, I have done that because I'm that much of a team player. <laughs> I've seen you do that. Okay, I, got, I can't call you on that. You've yeah. helped us watch trucks. <laughs> yeah, and plus the fact you buy my fire trucks. Yeah, we, yeah, we, appre- that. That. <laughs> we appreciate your interest in uh, uh, being... Uh, rolling heavy, but uh, <laughs> yeah. you are not being considered at this to time. Officially withdraw our <laughs> offers. Yeah, please uh, reapply at a later date. <laughs> reapply Fuck next you year. guys. <laughs> Look, man, eight hundred dollars is pretty steep for a dude about to buy a house. Bro. Yeah, okay, nine hundred dollars is pretty steep for a dude yeah. about to buy a house. Just it's saying. pretty steep, but just saying. But you do it. but what happened in your life, Cody? I got promoted. I'm captain now. I'm the captain now. I'm the captain now. He's been waiting years to say years, that. Years, bro. Years. <laughs> I can't. I, I. I've always wanted to look at Tom Hanks and be like, I'm the captain now. When we, <laughs> when we hire this new guy, when we hire this new guy, we're about to hire one. It's yeah. gonna be so hard for me to call you Cap, because I'm not gonna call you Cody when the new guy's around. Well, of just course not. To establish like some sort of respect. Yeah. Damn you know? right. Otherwise, it ain't coming from anywhere else. So I gotta establish it. But you see, know. but that's customs and courtesies. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. all. Well, I know. But right bro. now, I call him Cody. I yeah, know. but when there's a new schmuck around, I'm gonna call you Cap because that's, that's sh- I, I should be doing that anyway. But like, <laughs> <laughs> fucking fireman, yeah. fucking fireman. Hey, it's because I have Borks. That's right. Yeah, you're on that level, bro. You know, we Borks guys, we we know we got our own com- we, our own language, we know. our own customs yeah. and courtesies. Yeah. Like, do you? Do you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a captain thing, Cody. <laughs> it's a captain thing. Anyway, guys, yeah, so uh, got promoted, doing all that stuff now. Uh, changing the culture on B-Shift. We'd be rolling heavy and shit. In one town with one truck company that doesn't roll on most things. We'd be rolling heavy. <laughs> We'd be rolling heavy. But if it does, just but imagine. But if it does. Yeah. Just imagine the chaos. So every morning in my morning radio port, I'm like, uh, how the fuck's it go? Tones off. Uh, this is B Shift Station One. We rolling heavy with three personnel on duty. Whoever's callback crew, you got a clear signal. We're supposed to have five. Yeah, so we're like, three. so we're like, we're rolling heavy, but moder- moderately adequate. Yeah, yeah moderately adequate. <laughs> That's heavy. more of a better word to say, but yeah. we don't do that. That's good shit. Good shit. It's good, good shit. shit. What's been going on in Gerald's life? <sighs> heavy exhale. This man <laughs> is making dramatic pause. <laughs> Uh, it's been rough, man. Yeah, been a little rough. Been a uh, been one of them fighting patches, you know. Uh, fighting on the home front, not so much the fire. Well, nah, that's a fucking lie. So everywhere, yeah. everywhere in my life, I fight. But I'm pretty fucking good at it. So you know, <laughs> it <laughs> does drain on the on the morale. It and does mental capacity of one's it being. Does. It takes you down a few notches, it but does. you got to recharge some batteries. I talked about it with old boy Rick George last episode. Yep. And uh, you know what? You just got to recharge and get back after it. And uh, you know what? Me and my old lady, we fight like cats and dogs, 
but uh, it's worth it. Every bit of it's worth it. She's stuck up through a lot of shit I've ever been through. Military, fire department, uh, still today. And you know what? She's that two-alarmer, man. That one that you show up to, you roll up, and it's just heavy fire. Smoke out of everywhere, and you know you're about to be in for a a nine-hour fight. She's worth every second of it, man. That's all I can say about that. It's yep. good. Good news. Yep. Good at news. least at least things are clearing up on the home front. That's right. We're we're in overhaul right now. Good. You yeah. know? Yeah. We're <laughs> we're pulling down a few beams, extinguishing a few hot spots, but uh tell you what, there's one hot spot that'll never be extinguished. <laughs> <laughs> uh transitioning on now to our, our guest. I was hit up uh through Twitter from an individual. One would say a very passionate individual who was wanting to possibly uh, just just talk, just talk, whether it's uh, through text message or uh, social media or, you know, phone calls, just to learn. Uh, eager to learn, passionate about the job, as the people who are listening to this podcast are. So, you know, on Do Work Podcast, we... We record with people from all statures in the fire service, I should say. I mean, yeah, we're, we're talking legends down to... Uh, I mean, down to schmucks like Brandon. Schmuckatelli. Schmuckatelli, you know. It's, uh, it's what we do here. You know, we're not, we're not a podcast that only does big names, but, uh, you know, we, if you're a firefighter, we like to talk with firefighters. That's, that's, that's right. what we are. So, you know, we're here to spread the, spread the love and yeah. education and do what we do. So... And that's the root of this thing, man. Oh, it's yeah. it's coming, remembering where you came from, because... This whole thing was yeah. started to gain more knowledge in the fire service. That's right. So Or that's, pass more knowledge in the yeah. fire service. So that's, that's, what we're, that's what we're all about. And we love talking with firefighters across the nation. And uh, this one is no different. So I was hit up by a water can Kayla. Water can, water can Kayla. So as soon as I seen the name hit, I was like, game, I'll play for sure. This is going to be badass. Got to be great. And uh, she was talking about just, you just, you know, like I was saying, just uh, just talk and learn some stuff and share some ideas and, uh, you know, do what firefighters do. Just uh, the brother and sisterhood of being, being in the fire service. And I was like, hell no, nah, we're recording. Let's do this thing. This will be badass. How can so, you message us and not expect the same thing? <laughs> exactly. So, anyway, guys, I've got Michaela. She's a firefighter from Central Georgia. And what's up, water what's can up, Kayla? Hello. Central Georgia. The name is amazing. <laughs> it's you, a great freaking name. Now you have to keep the name no matter what. Yep. Because everybody's going to be looking at it now. I know. I We're know. <laughs> hey, do work as big fucking fans of that name, so you just need to stick with it. Yeah, yeah. you have to. Know. All right, yeah. deal. It was a dare, so I guess I'll just. I guess now that y'all say y'all like it. So I'll now we got to hear the backstory on it. Yeah. <sighs> okay. We have part timers that are, um, are part of student uh, our student program, and once they graduate, they're allowed to work on shift. It was a program I was a part of before I got full time, and. Um, the two that are on my shift, or were, we've changed shifts now, and um, they work from 8 to 8. Well, 
the one that sits behind me is in charge of the water can because it's mounted on the inside of the cab because guess what? Clean cabs don't make grabs. Hell um, yeah. Clean cabs so, don't make grabs so in central Georgia. <laughs> the one that sits behind me, it's his job to make sure it's mounted correctly before he leaves and when he gets on shift or whatever. So they left at 8, around 9, me and my sergeant ran a medical call. We got on scene, no street lights. I got out the... I got out the truck, I went to the back door to open it, and the light was a little delayed, and we crossed a railroad track getting to where we were going, so in the process, the water can had apparently come out of its little holder thingy, and um, I opened the door, didn't see it coming, it smacked down on my foot, I cried like a little bitch, because it hurt, <laughs> and my sergeant come around the truck, because I didn't follow him to the door of the patient's house, and he said, what happened? The water can's rolling down the road, I'm in tears can't feel my foot and had to go to the hospital wore an ugly shoe for two weeks and it was great and i got back to work and he said what's up water can kayla and it just kind of that's where it came from (laughs) that is amazing that is a great story that, it is a stupid story. No way. That, that, that is now it has to stick even no, more now. No, it's gold. Yeah. It, it, the that, shoe was so it was so stylish. It was blue and velcro. I loved it, man. It was great. Hell yeah! Who doesn't love velcro shoes? Wait, wait, Dude, I'm blue and you. velcro. What? Oh, yes, amazing. it was velcro, and like it kept your foot straight. It was so adorable. Oh really. yeah! Twenty years from now, they're going to be talking about how Water Can Kayla got her name. <laughs> I was like looking at my shoes over in the corner, making sure that I don't actually wear blue velcro shoes. <laughs> Where's my blue velcro <laughs> shoes? Wait, I'm looking at my shoes while you're talking about, it, and I'm rocking the white Nike Monarchs. Oh, those are I'm freaking like, old man yeah. shoes if I've ever seen them, dude. Hell those yeah. are so awesome. They need to be Asics. No way, bro. Nike oh, yeah. Monarchs is where it's at. No nah, man, he those would be dad shoes if they were New Balance. <laughs> you got to go Nike Monarch. Anyway. So, know what these are. what's up in Georgia? They're Air Max. It's colder than a witch's titty in a brass bra outside. Yeah? In a and brass bra in Central Georgia. Georgia. Does it get cold in Georgia, or is it only because of polar vortex? Uh, No, actually, last year, my second structure fire ever, the first one I got to go interior on, it was like 26 degrees outside. Damn it. That's the best possible firefighting weather. Though. It is. That's when true. It's cold, I love it's cold structure fires. You last it forever. was great. You can work forever. Yeah. Yep. Not, yeah, in that, not in that Georgia bullshit. Oh, see, because yeah. me, me and Gerald went to basic training at Fort Benning. Yeah. So. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. It was abso- in June. In June. It was absolutely the worst shit. I, I was in June. I don't know when the fuck you went. My, mine was cl- I went through June. We graduated like August or something. It was horrible. So we graduated September. I'm telling you, yeah. when it like end of September, I was shivering out doing PT because it's so yeah. fucking hot in the summer. Man, we uh, it's probably 60 we went, degrees. We went through hazmat awareness and operations when I was still in recruit school during uh August. So it was disgusting outside. Uh, I don't. I can't even imagine putting on no. a level A suit. Uh. Uh-uh. No. In Georgia. You, like, create your own rainstorm in there. Yeah. Yeah. You'd die. You would die. In the academy, they were doing training on the level A suits, and they freaking... What? what Gerald had a stroke. Yeah. Hold up. Gerald, here, squeeze squeeze my fingers. Uh, You're going to have to smile? Oh, my God. Yep, it's drooping. In the the academy, there was a freaking... We were doing level A training, 
and they put a guy in the suit, but they forgot to turn on his pack. <laughs> so as you would assume, eventually he ran out of oxygen in the suit. <laughs> and we're like, that guy's not looking so good. <laughs> it's because he had no air to breathe. <laughs> Finally, he freaking passed out. We we're like, uh, you okay? <laughs> yeah, his bottle wasn't on. Yeah, you can sucks. go a couple minutes without it, but uh, not a long time. Oh, yeah? Yep. Yeah, that sucks, <laughs> bro. So, Kayla, uh, me, me and you have been messaging back and forth and uh, kind of getting, you know, ready for the podcast and talking about some different things that we wanted to talk about. And yes, sir. I want to hit hit up one thing, and it's going to be a huge one, boys. Like, majority of the episode, I'm sure, is... Sounds big. We were talking about other firefighters shaming other firefighters for loving the job. What? That's a thing. How does that exist? It's a thing. What? Like, can, can you love the job too much? Are you fucking kidding me? Yes, you can. Can you? You can. Okay. You can. Hold Explain. on. That's, you, that's a very straightforward question. Okay. You can. Okay. If you love the fire service so much, you neglect your family. It's too much. Okay. Game. That, okay. That's okay. game. I'll play. That's game. All right. Okay. If it, gets, have... if it gets in the way of your faith, it's too much. So, yes. The answer is yes. Okay. The answer is yes. Yeah. And I can tell you for a fact I've been guilty. I have I have that myself. Okay. So, okay. Okay. I'm so just we, saying, we've struggled okay. with this. We had to preface this argument. However... Aside from that, and I think, was this where you were going with it? Aside from that, taking it too far. Yeah. I might have asked the question the right. wrong way, Mr. Fucking Black and White. Yeah, Black here. and Fucking White Brandon. Black and White Brandon. <laughs> so <laughs> Central Texas. In, instead of me asking, can you love the job too much? How would I even ask that? Because that's exactly what I want to no. say. Preface this for me you then, Brandon. You can love the job. Like... Everyone knows the quote, you can't train too much for a job that will kill you at any second. Right? You right. can't. You can't. You can't train no. too much for it. Okay. We're Here's getting, my question. We're getting lost on the fucking the semantics. Whole thing. Yeah. It's semantics here. So can you have too much passion for the job where other firefighters in are... the context of the in the context of if you could put the job in a bottle and put other aspects of your life that need to be separate in a separate bottle? then the answer is no, you can't have too much passion. Okay, the, yeah. now that we've got you, to the bottom I mean, of that definition, yeah. Yeah. sir. I'm just, just, I'm just kidding. You know, I'm, the, I'm the legal guy. <laughs> no, no, man, I think he's right. <laughs> In the certain aspects of yourself, especially with this being a career, with, the, with this particular individual has decided, and what you've brought up, she's being chastised for being passionate about the job. Is that correct, is that correct? Kayla? You're gonna have, uh, you're gonna have to give us ex- explanation about what's going on. Okay, so so all right, you... <laughs> so like... I... oh my god, don't do that. <laughs> I I'll use this one example, and me and this specific firefighter, we're cool. Like we're not BFS or anything, but I respect him. He's we're cordial. I think he's a great instructor. He's a cool dude. Well, one day I saw him at one of the stations. Um, that I work at and I, I, cause he was up there to see, um, some friends and I said, Hey man, why'd you delete me off Facebook? Cause I noticed. And, um, he said, you know, I just, I'm not about all that posting about fire department shit all the time. And I was like, Oh, okay. I get it. But I mean, I mean, it's my job. I love it. And he's like, yeah, well, it's just really not my thing. It's just like, every time I saw your name, it had something to do with the fire department. I was like, 
okay, well, it's my, it, that's like my whole life. I don't have kids. I don't have a husband. Like, my life, it's me, my dog, and the fire department. So, it's just, I was like, okay, I see what, I see what he, I got what he was saying, but I was like, I didn't know that was a bad thing. So, then I kept on, and when I kind of geared my social media away from, like, just my personal life and cute pictures and whatever, and I went into the more of, like, explaining my job and sharing my job with everyone and my struggles that I faced and how I've overcome some of those things. Like one was being extremely overweight before I became a firefighter. And then another one was, you know, trying to get on a department. Someone said to me, do you just not realize how annoying it is that everything you post is about the fire department? And I was like, well, first of all, you're wrong. It's not everything I post about the fire department, but I mean, what is so wrong with loving my job? And when I say post about the fire department, I mean, I posted about our training burden the other day. I just posted some pictures. I said, we did this with two departments. It was great. This is how we train. We did, each person got to go in and do an interior tag, and then we let it burn. And then that night, I saw a Twitter follower of mine, or that I know personally, basically, oh, if someone posts about being a firefighter every day, make sure you thank them for their service. And I was like, <laughs> I know it was directed towards me because I've had problems with this person in the past. And it's like, okay, would you rather have someone who sits in a chair and collects a check and is a fucking armchair quarterback? Or do you want someone who's passionate about the job showing up at your fucking door every time you need help? What do you want? Do you want, there's, there's one or the other. There's no in between. There's a shitty firefighter and there's a good firefighter pick. And I would want the person coming to my emergency, someone like not to sound toot my own horn, but beep beep, someone passionate like me. Cause I work with people or I have worked with people in the past that are not passionate about this job. They are there because it is a paycheck to them. And they did it because, oh, yeah, I can do this. It's, it's a job. So I just don't understand what the problem is and the way I get treated sometimes about it. It's like, oh, my God, you're so annoying. Okay, cool. You can unfollow me if you don't like it. It's not that hard to click the unfollow button. I, I can tell you personally my Facebook and not necessarily Twitter because I'm, I'm still trying to handle Facebook and then Twitter is like I, I barely I handle it a little, yeah. but I'm working on it. But ninety nine percent of that is fire related shit. Yeah, ninety nine. Like I follow so many people in the fire yeah. service, and it's just what you do whenever you become into the job and passionate about the job, and you seek out these people who have knowledge or subject matter experts in fields. And stuff that you enjoy and stuff that you love of the fire service. So, hell yeah, I'll see something from Fit to Fight Fire and share the shit out of it. Why? Uh, yeah, John and Tom are badass guys, and uh, all Kyle will share something, and Chief Reinwald will share something, and that's all my. And if like I don't know, maybe they have, maybe they've like unfollowed me, but or whatever you do on Facebook, why? Uh, would I don't you- care. But, Unfriend. Yeah, I don't but care. Cody, why wouldn't you want to be the best in your craft? Oh, yeah, and it's like, yeah. I'm not, don't get me wrong, I had to learn a lot of humility in the past year because, I'm not going to lie to you, being second generation, I walked into this shit like I knew everything, and I got humbled real quick. Like, I got shown, like, I got showed up really fast and I went home one night and was like, holy shit, I really don't know anything. <laughs> and so I can admit there have been times where I'm like, oh yeah, I know how to do that. And then I made a fool out of myself. So you, or, you walked in too confident. 
Yes, but the reason I did was because a lot of my more adolescent years, I lacked confidence because of situations I was put in and the way I was treated by others. And then right before I went to college, I got this, I just, I told myself I was going to be a more confident myself person because I wanted to be someone who was proud of who I am and I knew who I was. So when I decided to be a firefighter, which the job chose me, I didn't choose the job. If if we have time, I'll explain to how I came upon the job actually, because I was in college for medicine. So. Oh yeah, we're definitely gonna have to talk about that because Brandon, I'm in the exact Brandon same boat, here, dude. he was uh, he's like a, an engineer, <laughs> and then decided to be firefighter for some reason. Oh, best yeah, for ever. some stupid reason. Wow, that sounds like my uh, one of my assistant chiefs at my department. He went to a really great school around here, and he was in school for like. In some really cool engineering, and now he's a chief of a fire department, oh, which is be, awesome. I'm gonna be chief. <laughs> she said be that so, so subpar. <laughs> when one but, man, when he had a great future, settled for fire chief. <laughs> <laughs> I just, yeah, I walked in a little with my head a little too high, but I just, I wanted to make my dad and my mom and myself proud. Like I wanted to be proud of myself. Yeah. And I think I could have gone a little bit better about it and went in a little more humble. Well, at least you learned something, and yeah, you learned from it. Yeah, I definitely did. That's that's a plus. This is the biggest point that I've always wanted to hit people with, is you are not measured on your rates of success. You are more measured on your rates of failure that led to your success. Oh, yeah. You do not meet success without failure, ever. I agree. I have failed so many damn times with some of the stupidest shit I've ever done. But I tell you what, the man that I am today, the leader that I am today, was built off of every single ounce of failure I have ever achieved. Yep. So you take it, and you learn from it, and you run with it. Yep. And the curious, the curious thing about the fire service that I've noticed is, the only other professions I can think of that are close are military and police, where everyone else just gets up out of bed in the morning, they go to work, they come home. You know, they do their job while they're there, and they might be good at doing their job. But the th- the difference is, is if you show up here and you can't do your job, somebody gets killed. And there's a lot of weight that lines on that, and especially. Like it's it might not even be a, a citizen of your jurisdiction. It might be like, well, you know, maybe I'm a driver, or maybe I'm a firefighter, and maybe I feel like I'm failing with my crew. And if my crew is my family, and it comes down to one of them, what if one of them get killed? That's a lot of freaking weight just to get up in the morning and go, oh, this is my job, this is what I do. And I think that's a that's the pivotal difference between and like I said I think military and LE are in very similar categories although different in their own respects yeah but I think that's I think that's where some people don't get it people who work regular jobs they're like you just post fire stuff all the time and I'll, and I'll take it a little life I'll take it a little less serious than that one yeah think of think of any other job out there and I can't think of one I don't know maybe you do in other jobs but like you go out and you spend your own money on stuff for your job. Like, does a yeah, construction worker, happen. like, he's like, yo, bro, check out these fucking helmets, check man. Check out this leather construction yeah, do, hard do hat with forks. Look, bro, <laughs> look at this cobalt. Do they, like, nerd <laughs> out? Hammer. Yeah. That shit See this fucking is hammer, banging. Bro? Yeah, like, no, they don't do that. In this job, you do that. 
You get to be a nerd of our job. Because... Check out these Check out books I put on my shelf. Yeah, like yeah. look at this yeah. shit. Hell look yeah. at how look at how many people look to the fire service community for inspiration. There's at least two. It's it's a it's a different beast, dude. I, no, go out in your community. Have people come for trick or treating for anything like that, and you are always a leader of your community. There's people going, man, I wanted to be a firefighter one day. It didn't work out. I'm a plumber. It doesn't matter. You are a leader of your community. You are the shining light of your community because of what you do and what you've decided to do. Why would you not love it? Amen. Why would you not embrace it? Why would you not share it and, and love it on social media? Yeah. With other people you think would be the same and and, I, and I'm, yeah. I'm i don't know i don't know kayla if it's if it's if i'm like you or you like or you're like me and i go through my facebook and 99 percent of it is fire related shit yep so yep. i'm gonna see something and i'm gonna be like oh that's badass share yeah. everybody yep. needs to know about yeah. this that's a cute cat meme bro but okay, so one percent did some badass <laughs> shit in worcester so like one percent of that, that shit is like me seeing something really stupid and like, hell yeah, I like that. Or a cat video or a dog video that I yeah. think's real cute. Yeah, 1%. Yeah, I'm like, okay, yeah, I share that. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I love watching other, like, okay, I follow like silly ones too. Zoo Crew, that's hilarious. I don't oh, understand yeah. why people don't think that stuff's funny. Like people that give them a hard time. I know. I, trying, those people should be killed. Me. Give yeah. me a when sponge. We, when we were talking about... <laughs> I will go interior tomorrow. When we were talking with Kyrie and those guys on the podcast we did with them, I couldn't believe the shit that they were getting for... Oh, yeah. It's awful. I what? mean, there are people around here that are like, oh, they're so fucking annoying. Dude, I want to sit down and laugh my ass off, Annoying? Okay? Them motherfuckers yeah. need to bring their ass to the Canada of Texas and, like, we'll just fucking make one well, badass Well, here's, yeah. here's one thing about, yeah. and I was talking with Gerald about this not too long ago, and it was, it's such a good quote. I didn't make it up. It come from somewhere. But Where did it come from? Even with, uh, like, here. I'll use it as a small example. Whenever your parents would tell you something, you were like, eh, shut the fuck up. You know, you're my parents. <laughs> but if your teacher told it to you, it was gospel. Right. Yep. So when yep. it when it's comes from somewhere not at home. Yep. See, like it could be the exact same message, but uh, it happens in Texas. So the guys are like, hell yeah. But if Kyrie and those guys say it, they're like, oh, their guys are stupid. Yeah. Yeah. No, just... Even even Jesus had to leave Jerusalem. He. We were talking about this. The subject we were talking about, Kayla, was oh. that we forget to listen to the messages that are from people closest to us. Yeah. Exactly. As we seek the messiahs, we seek we seek the people that are above us, the people we put on the pedestal. But we forget to listen to the people closest to us. And, you know, Cody, I mean, he knocked it out of the park with that. I guess, okay, I guess what annoys the crap out of me about the people that talk so much shit is it's not like I'm posting, oh my god, guys, fucking jobs. Look at this interior structure fire. Which, no, I don't go to jobs because the town I work for doesn't go to jobs. So, like, I made it very clear in my last post about our training burn. I said, and I quote, I was like, 
Let me see if I find it. I said, this is our training burn. I said, mostly training. Uh, I've been in some hot fires, mostly training, hashtag not job town. I meant that. I put that in there specifically so people aren't going to talk shit. Oh, look at Michaela. She's posting about fire again. Well, I, it's a training burn. It was fucking awesome. I like so training So why want to share that They're shit? If I want to share it, it's my awesome. fucking social media platform. Why y'all got to... Pro- That's the thing. If you don't like it, unfollow me. But because you, every they get to talk post- shit on you to make, exactly. them, to make them feel better about being shitty firemen. Yeah. Yep. Because if they if they can adequate. justify their normalcy, I sh- in quotation marks. Oh, their complacency. I know, but it's normal, so it's oh, it, she that word she is doesn't my favorite word. she doesn't act like they do. It's their normal. Yeah. She's weird because she's not in this group of Oh, cuz she actually fucking yeah. cares. The people with a passion will be scrutinized the most. Yep. I guess my thing is, is like for every negative thing, I wonder if people know, like on my Instagram and my Twitter, I post like my challenges too. And if y'all knew the amount of messages I've gotten since February, when I decided to start posting more about my job of male and female people of like firefighters and people wanting to be firefighters who have told me that my page has pushed them and inspired them. And there were, there've been females that thought they couldn't do it. And I'm getting invitations to their graduations. Do you know what I mean? Like, Oh yeah, that's kick ass. So so you're affecting lives. That's, I told my mom when I told my mom kind of laughed at me when I did my first, like, hoorah, look at me. I'm a firefighter post. Call my mom. I'm a firefighter. Um, my very like, dweeby firefighter post um i told my mom i said mom if i can change one life and help someone find their passion the way i found it and be a beacon of hope and light to someone going through the same struggles i did getting to the where i am in life i if i can change one person's life then i will be happy and it's not just one person it's this girl that's like dude i didn't think i was gonna make it i would look at your page and read your things and now i'm graduating or it was this dude that was like there was times i want to give up and then you post something about how you never gave up and now i'm here or there have been people i talk back and forth with on a weekly basis while they're going through this and they're like what do you do and i'm like because i had nobody i had no one to look up to i mean i had my dad but it's not the same he this was he was going through this 20 years ago my dad doesn't really talk about fire service a lot he went through a lot with it so i had no one so to be someone to somebody that they can look up to or not even look up to because i don't consider myself a role model but someone they can talk to and have in their back pocket when they need it and help them get through what is not an easy job or training to get to this job then i'm gonna be that and if people are gonna hate me for it then they can hate me there's an unfollow button yep fuck the mutts you're 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 affecting lives right now. You're motivating people. That's fucking awesome. To either get in the fire service or continue on with whatever struggle they got going on, and that's admirable. Ad, how do you say that? Admirable. 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 Sorry, I've been drinking. Words are hard. Uh, my my Instagram or Facebook could get deleted tomorrow, and it like I'd be like, okay, like it's not something I have to have. I mean, I did it because I felt passionate about it. And just sometimes the things people say, like, you need to calm down. You, uh, in 10 years, you'll hate it, which is that piece I sent y'all that I wrote. Whoa, 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 yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. Who in the ever-loving fuck would ever say in 10 years you'll hate it? Oh, my God, yes. Okay. I, I want to know. I'm sorry to interrupt. I I, I sincerely apologize. Who yeah. in the fuck would say in 10 years you'll hate it? Thank you. Thank you. Retweet. This dude came by the station in my article that I wrote. Calm down. 
<laughs> Came by the station sir, and sir. he's like, "How's it been? You like it so far?" And I'm like, "Dude, I fucking love my job. This is oh, the yeah. greatest job in the world. What the fuck?" And he was like, "Like, as in, like, good. What the fuck?" And I was explaining how much I love my job, what I love about it. I'm passionate. And he goes, "Ah." Uh, and he looked at my one of my partners. He's like, "Ah, give her ten years. She'll hate it. You're gonna hate this job. It's gonna take a toll on you." Well, no shit i watched my dad do this for 20 years i know it's, a t- it's gonna take a toll but why would you tell me i'm gonna hate it and that's why i wrote about mediocrity and toxicity from senior firemen and that's why i was passionate about that piece that i wrote on that because why are we encouraging that narrative to young firefighters who just want to be passionate about their job oh yeah and we i've, I've seen it myself i've seen toxic captains get a hold of great firefighters and ruin them yeah. I mean, they are, yeah. they were negative. They're negative about the department. They're negative about fucking, you name it, they were negative about it. And ruin young firefighters who could have been something. Brandon. Yes, I, sir. I, sh- I saw your leg shake whenever she said, in 10 years you'll hate it. That blows my <laughs> mind. I, I mean, I'm that with blows you. my mind. This is the greatest job ever conceived in the history of humanity. Like, period. End of story. Full stop. No argument. Full sin. Dude, we were doing Halloween, the trunk retreat, and a freaking little kid comes running up to you in front of your fire truck, dressed as a fireman, and it's the greatest day of his life. And I'm sitting here like... We're like, you want to get in the rig? And he was like, hell yeah. I I do what all of these kids... That's all they want to do when they grow up, is they all want to be firemen. And I get to do that job. How is that not... Awesome! Every best single job. day, it's I'm, the best job. Full I'm, stop. I'm telling you, man. The the last thing I did on Pampa Fire Department was I took this kid right after we got truck one, the brand new diamond of the fleet, and this kid that uh, paraplegic could never walk again. The eyes that he gave me of how cool it was to drive around in this truck that we just got was golden. Oh, yeah. And to tell some motherfucker, no matter where you are, in 10 years, you'll hate this job. What's like telling someone? I have a a captain now who's who's been a fireman for 30 years. Yeah. He's my co-captain, and he's out at station, too. Loves the fucking job. So Loves it, man. You, yeah, throw throw that at whoever says in 10 years you'll hate the job. Saying, 30 years on. Dude, saying in 10 years you'll hate the job is just saying in 10 years you'll be tired of helping people for a living. Yeah. And being, you're going to get tired yeah. of fighting nasty downtown structure fires and helping people. Yeah. It's like, what, oh, how I don't does that make any sense? Yeah, so hashtag fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. I, it's I, multiple I, of them, too. I've heard that multiple times. And I'm what? like... Do y'all just, I'm just like, oh, you did this for a paycheck, didn't you? That's why you don't like your job. Well, <laughs> at first they probably got in because they thought the t-shirt was cool. Yeah. yeah. How do, how yeah. Do the people you know what? Do I can go to the fucking grocery store and meet chicks by wearing my uniform. Oh, yeah. That's that a lot 49 shit right there, okay? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know why you would, for one, do this for a paycheck. Yeah, I don't get paid crap. Yeah, I get paid eleven dollars an hour, homie. Okay? <laughs> so you I, do I'm not sure get rich make doing y'all this have an, job. an oil field like we do here in Texas, and you can go make up to thirty dollars an hour <laughs> in the oil field doing uh-huh. something, making somebody else money, and you know, good for you. Do what you do. What you do, but. <laughs> 
Mm. How are you going to get into this for the paycheck? You're not. Yeah, you don't. You can't. I just, those people just remind me, like you said, t-shirt firefighters. And if I had a dollar for every time someone called me one of those, I would be rich by now. I would oh, not be a firefighter. hold the fuck on. Somebody as passionate as you gets called a t-shirt firefighter by who? I have the screenshots, too. One of the fucking mutts. Yep. Yep. One of I the mutts just being a fucking hater, dragging onto the trend of like, oh yeah, she's a t-shirt because bloody fucking blah. Bullshit. Uh, I have heard you speak. I have heard you talk about this job. And somebody who is a t-shirt firefighter is not even 1% of you. Well, thank you. That makes me feel a lot better because I get called nappy names a lot. This this is not me. And and in this community that you're asking to be a part of, where we're talking conferences and all this other stuff, we are not the majority. Do work is three dudes in the sea of many of what you're asking to be a part of. And and I'll tell you, I, I heard it from uh, from Kyle. I don't know if you follow Engine Company Resurrection or anything like that on on Ramagus? Facebook. What? No. Yeah. yeah. I don't. Yeah. From I'll Kyle, have to look from Kyle up. Ramagus on Engine Company Resurrection. Uh, definitely get on that full of fucking uh, – in firefighters i mean they're in the job they're passionate about what they do and uh they follow they follow this page and questions are asked anything and firefighter there to help firefighters that's awesome uh, yeah, i have to look that up yeah that's kyle great. started something him and uh chief ron Walt, they started something great we've hung out with them with the, the you know the podcast that we've done with them and um just awesome awesome firefighter fellowship but uh he told me something and it, it's it's stuck, and it's it's what it is. It it is the fire service that when he he travels to these conferences. I mean, he he has he's been blessed with the ability to to go to these different places and throughout the nation, and go to a bunch of these awesome conferences. And you know what he says? What the same guys are there every time. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that from someone y'all have actually done a podcast with before too who has told me, you know, there's a difference between a good firefighter, a t-shirt firefighter and all that. And he tells me all the time, he's like, these guys spend their own money every year. They take time off from work. Those aren't t-shirt firefighters. Those are people who are passionate in the job, but it's the same firefighters. It's not, it's not new firefighters. I mean, well, I'm not going to say that it's not new firefighters. It's not the mutts. The mutts aren't going to change. They're going to be who they are. And you're going to go to these conferences with people who love the job and it's going to be the same people every time because we are such a small group of people who are passionate about the job and who are willing to spend their own money. And it's such, yeah. a, it's such a small group. I recently, I, I'm a rookie. This is my first year, and I want to go ahead and throw that out there. I know that no, I'm that's, first year. I, don't I, know I was a rookie once too. So Yeah. Brandon, I, I, I don't know what he is. I am <laughs> chief. <laughs> I, Chief thought rookie officer. I thought we established that um still wet behind the ears you know you got a lot to learn kid i get that i don't know shit and i can't wait to learn all there is i mean y'all are gonna have to they're gonna have to drag me out of the fire station for retirement because i love my job so much but this year two months ago not even two months ago i spent my own money and the little bit of time off i had i used it to go on a ride along in st louis because i wanted to learn i wanted to learn and bring that back i spent my own money on a plane ticket I had to rent uh, or had to book a hotel for when I wasn't staying at the station. 
and I mean, hundreds, thousands of dollars. I mean, it, the trip was about $1,200 altogether. My own money, my own time off, taking my gear, my stuff to go learn. And I, and it's like, I don't feel like a t-shirt firefighter would do that. You know what I mean? No, no they way. They wouldn't. Your t-shirt firefighter's the person calling you the t-shirt firefighter. Well, I think, I think there are three categories, really. I think you got your t-shirt guy. Really, they don't have any idea what they're doing. Yeah. Like, they're just there. They're like, yeah, I'm a fireman. And it's then you got cool your... cool every well, once in then, a while. Yeah, but then you got your guy who actually does know what's going on. And he, like, he knows how to do the job. And he cares. Like, he wants to do good. But then you have the hardcore people, right? You're one percenters. There's obviously a difference, right? Because there's schmucks, yeah. like like total schmuckatelli schmucks. Oh yeah, right. Yep. And then you have the middle ground, and I think the middle ground guys. Thank God, I think most of the fire service are the middle ground guys. Yep. I think there are five percent schmucks, and like ninety percent middle ground, and then there's five percent of us yep. who go out of our way to. I, I mean, on my days off, I watch fire videos on YouTube. Like I, YouTube, like we, we are, it, they have a name and it is called the one percenters of the fire service. <laughs> it, but like my recommended watch videos on YouTube, they're all like these huge downtown structure fires and like fire helmet cam interior attacks. And yeah. like, and I watch those, uh, there you go. I'm going to out myself here, but, uh, I like those like two hour long videos of just fire trucks driving like code. Three yes. and the Q-Siren, the Q-Siren up. I watch those. Yeah. That's good. My dad sleep, loves that's good that music. shit. Okay, put that on, go to bed, listen to the Q-Siren while you're dozing off. Oh, good God. That sound, the (laughs) Q-Siren in the distance, that sound, there is no greater sound in the world. Maybe And shout out to one of the rookie firefighters at my department. You want to talk about 8-Up in the fire service? 8-Up. This boy has got a Q-Siren tattooed. To his arm oh, forever. Oh Federal. Federal Q. Q2B. On his shoulder forever. Oh my, he's amazing. It's my, uh, it's, he's it's, my it's, a, it's one of the greatest tattoos I've ever seen. It's amazing. One man. Yeah. Detailed. One tattoo. I told my dad he replaced him as my hero, so yeah, it's official. Yeah. Damn. I was like, you were my hero, but then did you see this guy's tattoo? So you're Your dad crazy. was like, I can't even be mad. <laughs> he's like, I'm not even mad, son. Look, it's man, pretty awesome. you get a you can call him dad if you want. like you're golden. <laughs> I think it's possible that there might be a better sound than the Q2, and it's if you hit two pro bars together at like the mock speed. I know <laughs> one not sound. Possible. I know one no. sound that is a thousand times better than the Q boys. What's that? Hmm. It's when dispatch comes on and says flame showing. Oh my god! Flames uh, fucking PD's showing. PD's on scene, smoke showing. Oh, oh my god! When they say flame showing, it's on. Yeah, it's a great. It's my first time it's hearing on. that, I had a chicken tender in my mouth, and I was like, "What? <laughs> what? 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 What happened? What now? No, we were driving. <laughs> we went to dip my one of my best friends, who I actually when he left the department, he I took his spot. Um, he works at a different department now, but works part time as a dispatcher in the town that I work in and that we live in. And um, we stopped by the dispatch 911 because he wanted some chicken tenders. It's a small town. My sergeant was like, "Yeah, we'll take him some chicken tenders." So I took him some. We were sitting there. His best, his other best friend was there. They were he's trained. He was training to be a dispatcher. And uh, we went to leave. He's like, "I'll make sure y'all get a nice fire tonight." And I said, "Oh yeah, well it's whatever Georgia. We don't get shit." And walked out. We got. three minutes down the road we were pulling into the station and hear my best friend's voice come over the radio he's like engine 11 i need you in route to blah 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 uh trailer fire or and i thought he meant like 
uh, like a tra- like a car trailer, like that you haul behind your truck, and so like, like a car trailer <laughs> on fire. <laughs> and he come back, he he come back, and I'm sitting there eating my chicken tender, putting my boots on, and I have chicken tender in my mouth. He said, "Um, you've got flames showing. The homeowner's outside." And I said, "Oh shit, that's a fire fire, <laughs> like a real one. <laughs> I'm a real boy." I looked at my sergeant, and he said it was the funniest thing. I had a chicken tender hanging out my mouth. He was like, Michaela. I don't get that. I just saw the glow from around the corner, and I said, oh, he wasn't lying. And I I called back. I was like, Central, we got a single family. It's fully involved. Uh, I think there's one side that's not, that's unburned. Uh, We, can you, we need help. (laughs) We need manpower. Hashtag (laughs) help. I don't get how yeah, dispatch I'll... has this thing where they forget that all they have to say is structure fire. We don't structure. care. We don't care yeah. if it's a trailer. I don't care if it's a mobile home. Don't I don't care. care. I don't care if it's a freaking storage tank. Yeah. You say structure fire, and after that, it doesn't matter. Like they they'll come on for a tone. They'll drop tones on us and be like, "Yeah, caller is saying that uh, her, she thinks there's a fire in her mother's bedroom. She can smell it." And I'm like, you couldn't include the word structure fire in there. That's all you have to you just drop the tones and yell structure see, fire as see, loud as I, I hate I hate the tones. So soapbox for a second on that. Okay. They will dispatchers will confuse the fuck out of themselves. It's a structure fire all day. And you know how our automatic aid agreement reads, right? Yeah. Anything that's a structure fire. Or possible structure or fire. Or possible structure fire. Call this other fire department because yep. guess what? Six people sucks. We need help. Yeah. We got two. Right? Oh, my God. So, yeah, see, that's a whole two thing I was talking with Kyrie yeah. about. That's insane. Yep. It's anyway, insane. go ahead, fire. Jim. Not, not, you guys are fucking crazy in Georgia. But... They do. They'll, they'll confuse the fuck out of themselves. They'll be like, "Well, it's a uh, possible uh, forty by ninety uh, storage building on fire," and uh, yeah, you're like, what? like "Y'all what need now? to respond." What was that? What was that <laughs> like, last, what was that last part? So, like this forty by ninety building you're describing, what is that called? <laughs> Uh, and then they're like, uh, structure. And they're like, exactly. Call the other fire department, you what, ki- what kills me is when they, they get on, like, they'll set tones off for us. And they're like, oh, uh, paintball units need to respond to uh, wherever address on a possible stroke. And then you're like, ah, what the hell? Uh, a stroke. And then, oh, and then they'll go. Uh, Pampa units need you to respond to 825 Locust Street on a structure fire. Uh, yes! They say, oh they say it so, like, they lose their mind on a medical call. They do yeah. that in the middle of the yeah. night. But then on a structure up. fire, it's like, on oh, no, a structure Dude, I fire. wake up to those tones in the middle of the night. I'm already super groggy. I have no idea what they're saying. And they're like, structure fire, possible victim is inside. I'm oh, like, wait. What it's now? like I'm they like, whisper it. I like poke my like, head out my door. I'm like yeah, looking look, out my door. I'm like, is yeah. that a structure look, fire? They said? Yeah, look, man, I was already on a date with Jessica Alba. <laughs> like some shit was going down. <laughs> and then you said fire. <laughs> when you get to the point. Jesus. Last night, our dispatcher didn't even drop tone. She was like, I need you en route. And I was like, wait, you need who? What? What? 
What happened? I feel like there's a button you should have pushed in there somewhere. <laughs> she literally, I, I heard the radio beat. Like the our radios will like make this beep noise right, like you're keying up, basically, but from there in, and then tones will drop for us in the ambulance service because we have a our we don't have our own ambulance service. A private one does it. Well, she just started talking, and I was like, Who, "What are you talking?" Uh, is this an emergency or are you just like, is this an accident? And then she was like, uh, seizure. And I was like, you should probably drop tones for that kind of shit. Oh yeah. We got a, uh, we were just sitting there, uh, chilling one day and over across the radio dispatch was like, uh, fire, are you clear on tones? Like, <laughs> no, you didn't drop shit. You're like, uh, no, no. So I went and called her and yeah, we had a call, but I don't know. Oh, goodness. I was just Crazy. like, uh, who? That's one job I wouldn't want to do. Thank goodness to all the dispatchers out there who do their job. Freaking dispatch yeah, they're we awesome. are clear on tones. Yeah. As a matter of fact, no, we were not. <laughs> but uh, Yeah, well, my first interior structure fire, I thought my dispatcher was kidding, and I had a chicken tender hanging out my mouth. Yeah, it, it happens. How yeah, did, the, how did actual... that go? Because you brought that up three times now, so... The chicken tender. Oh my god! Okay, you the chicken tender it. fire. You need. <laughs> That's to- what I refer to it every time I eat. Every time I eat chicken tenders from this place, I always think about that night because it was a rocking fire, dude. I mean, that was a snot slinger. Well, it was. It was, time- it was one day in central Georgia with chicken tenders. <laughs> there was a structure fire. We uh, every time. <laughs> it was my first ever like going interior, and um, I thought that i was like oh i got this i got this well it's just me and my sergeant and so we get there pd is there and i get off the truck my jacket was in the back because i'm a dumbass so i had to get out the truck go in the back seat because i ride in the front seat i don't drive because i i just i don't you ride officer i ride an officer <laughs> um and that's some country bumps and shit um we got there. I had to get out the truck. My jacket's in the back. Uh, my sergeant said, you get dressed. I'll get the pump set, whatever. PD comes up to us. They're like, what do y'all need? And my sergeant says, I need a water supply. And I shit you not, our police officers got us a water. Like, they hooked the hydrant for us and turned it on. And I was like, holy shit, That's what? That's awesome. So <laughs> I walked up. Yeah. I know, right? I walk up. I get dressed. And I come around the truck. I see my sergeant. He's spraying water through the front door that's come off. And um, I'm like, what do you need? And he's like, here, you take this. I'm going to go get my shit on because he was too busy getting the pump set because, as I said, there's only two of us. And um, so I take, uh, I take the nozzle and I'm spraying water in the house. I'm going to I'm spraying to the window, you know, hitting it hard from the yard. Totally just all I was doing. And I feel an arm, a hand on my shoulder and I look behind me and it's one of our part time firefighters who was on the ambulance that night. He had taken my sergeant's coat and his helmet. And he was like, you got to go. You need to put some more water. You got to go like closer. Go inside. Like do something. And I was like, I'm just doing what I was told. And he like nudges me forward. So now I'm on this porch that's falling apart. And I'm like, I, 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 I what? I don't know what to do. I'm just totally just shitting myself because all I see is orange and yellow. And I'm like, oh, I knew what I was doing when I became a firefighter. No, I did not. That thing handed me my ass. Yeah, they, so, they lied to I'm, me. Yeah, they lied. So I'm sitting in the front door of this house spraying water all i can see is orange it's hot as fuck i'm standing there by myself waiting for somebody and finally one of our volunteers who also works part-time for us showed up and i look behind i'm like oh my god you're here and he said all right let's go so we go inside and everything is on fire and i just i radioed to my chief i'm like chief everything's on fire i don't know what to do (laughs) 
Yeah. It was awesome. That Your was chief a, said that spray was... the water. Yeah, he was like, <laughs> yeah, water put that He's fire. like, open up that nozzle you yeah. got. Yeah, and... <laughs> The then, command to interior, water puts out fire. Spray your water. <laughs> there were so the dude had like had like a, a generator beside his house, and it was a a, a, a single wide, I think. And yeah. on the, burnt to the fucking ground. So everything burnt to the ground except the back bedroom. It was the one thing intact. Well, he poured gas into the generator and spilled it all over it in the process. And somehow, some way, it ignited and set the whole house on fire. And we were just like, "How do you manage to do that, dude?" So it tetrahedron, was tetrahedron, bro. What'd you say? Tetrahedron, bro. Oh yeah, the fire like tetrahedron. That happens. I was like, "Uh, so this happened because you spilled gas? I'm I'm confused." And so I was like, "This thing is insane." But my first ever fire, fire, like my first, hey, you have a structure fire was funny story with Kyrie. I was volun I was on a volunteer I'm on a volunteer department, which is uh where Kyrie works part time. Yeah. And um I wanted some hours, so I was like, hey, I'm gonna come up to the station. He was like, Alright, that's cool. So this is this is when I'm still got my head as high as the, you know, Mount Everest. Oh, I know what I'm doing. As high <laughs> as Mount Everest. I've got my chin up. I'm like, I got this. I'm talking yeah. about a car. Ain't no fire got shit on me. Right? And so we're driving down the road. We get we get uh, dispatched to a, via, a motorcycle fire next to this dude's house. It was some little flames. He had sprayed water on it with a water hose. Well, we're rolling up the hose from this incident, and we get dispatched to a, fi- a structure fire like a quarter of a mile away. And we look up, and Kyrie just sees black smoke. And he's like, oh, that's right there. And so he he told the other girl that was with us, he was like, get the hose on the truck. We got to go. So we pull up in this thing. It was just a surround and drown. I mean, there was no going interior on this thing. It was my first fire, and I'm riding in this front seat, and Kyrie's driving. I'm like, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. And it was right after his new crew had, like, got got real big. And I was like, Kyrie, please do a battle cry. And we're pulling up, and he's like, "Ah, ah, ah, we, we got fire. I did it. I gave that shit a battle cry. I don't even care. So we get there, and one of our um, support ladies, she's awesome. She was already on scene. I hop out the truck, and I'm thinking in my head, I got this shit. And I stood, I looked at her, and I was like, uh, and she said, pull the line. And I was like, okay. And so I pulled it to the front door, and I'm like, not, I didn't struggle with it, surprisingly. I thought I would. And I'm looking around me. Everybody's moving, and I'm trying to find an air pack because there wasn't one mounted in my seat because it's a bench seat. And I was like, I need an air pack. And I look behind me, and Kyrie's done spray. He's spraying water on the house, doing his thing. And I'm like, wow, I don't know shit about firefighting. I suck. So my first church fire was insane. I was like, uh, I, I don't know what to do. And that's when I kind of was like, wow, I really probably should not be such a, a up on a high horse all the time because I suck at this. Yeah, I think we've all had that uh, that first that first punch in the face from your first structure fire. It's a it's an eye opening experience. I froze. Yeah. Yep. Concrete boots. Yeah. See, I uh, we, it was a chili dog night yeah. for me. It was a three yak night for me. Yeah. So yeah. like yours sounds badass. So I'm gonna start with mine. My first structure fire was. Smoke showing, confirmed structure fire. Like, this is going to be the worst thing you ever experience. Man, now that I can see it in retrospect, it wasn't shit. Okay? But we show up, and they're like, light smoke showing. That's what that's what my captain said. 
And, like, I show up to the front door. Like, I pull the line. We, we stretch it. We're good. And I'm sitting there. And then he's like, let's go, bro. And I freeze. Freeze. Con <laughs> Concrete boots, just like she said, man. Like, just, nope. Nope, not going in there. That's going to be stupid. Your body's like, what are you doing? You're <laughs> why, like, let's go, bro. And your body's like, are you kidding me? It's hot in there. Yeah. What are you, stupid? <laughs> your mind's going a thousand miles an yep. hour. And on your outside of your body, you're like, I got this. And in your brain, I'm going, what the fuck? What the fuck? What yeah. the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah, so we go in there. Guess what it is, bro? <laughs> kitchen. Kitchen fire. Uh, it, it's in the kitchen. <laughs> Toaster. You're, you are correct. No. Mic microwave. No. Less cool than a microwave. Even less cool than a microwave. Toaster yeah. oven. Pop tart. George Foreman grill. <laughs> <laughs> what a rager. Well, I like to wake. I like to wake up by the smell of bacon. Yeah, <laughs> so sue me. Yeah. So sue me. <laughs> Dude, George, George Foreman, Foreman grill. Strike out a third alarm <laughs> with like a few flames showing out of it. You're like, and I'm like, I see fire. <laughs> And you know what I did? I opened the nozzle and like ruined a whole, a whole kitchen with water. I got it, boss. Still didn't put it out, bro. The captain walks over and was like, oh. <laughs> didn't even put it out. And like grabs it with a bare hand, throws it in the sink, and turns the fucking sink on, bro. It was like, yeah, dispatch fires out. Uh, you can cancel. <laughs> you can call lost stop. Yeah. We're going to be starting overhaul. Uh, that was, that that was my like... first fire, Kayla. So, you know what? I oh think you're God. good. Mine was Your a Your captain 10. sounds like the dude that walks out. Like, you get on scene and he's like first due. And he walks out the house. There's flames showing smoke. He's got a cigarette hanging out of his mouth. No air pack. That's exactly what that made me think of. When you said he picked it up and threw it in the <laughs> yeah, He's like, look, bros, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> my first fire was a tad more exciting than that. Yeah, that was, that was my first structure fire. Go on, Cody. It was uh, Chili Dog Night at the fire station. And I'm a rookie. So, guess, oh. so uh, they were like, oh, you're freaking eating them. So we put we put down some chili dogs and then we had some ice cream, as you do. As you do. And a tone drop for a structure fire. Oh. Two story residential, possible entrapment. So, we go and haul an ass with horrible shit in my guts. Uh, <laughs> as soon as I as soon as I get there, right. So it's, was this the two story? Yeah. Oh God. So as soon as I get there, my captain didn't even tell me to pull the fan. We do horizontal ventilation here. Uh, firefighter's first job is to grab the fan, pull it to the structure. So I got that running through my head, right? Uh, so I'm like, okay, grab the fan, grab the fan. Uh, we show up. It is a ripping bitch. The bottom was a uh, garage where the fire started, and it is ripping. And the captain tells me, grab the two and a half. So I was like, okay. Big fire, big, big, big fire, big water. So we grabbed the two and a half, and I started advancing it and get it charged. And uh, he started screaming at me to grab a ladder because there could be somebody up in the top floor. So uh, we grab the 24, throw it, uh, try to go through a window that's boarded up, and we can't get through this damn window. I, my, the driver 
of the rig spends about 10 minutes trying to cut. I say that. It seemed like 10 minutes. Probably 45 seconds. 45 seconds, maybe 60 seconds at the most trying to get through this thing. What they had was a bookshelf that was uh, screwed into the plywood that was as the window covering. So no matter what, you weren't getting this thing off. Oh, wow. So we went through another window, and there, there's fire ripping below us. And my first experience inside of a structure fire, I go through a window with my captain, and I land on a bed. So as soon as I hit this squishy mattress shit, I'm like, I'm going down! Like, <laughs> automatically thinking I'm falling through the floor. Mind is going 9,000 miles an hour. I've already puked three times on scene. So, <laughs> we make it up there. Do it, and he, he just takes off, right? He's a senior. I mean, he's a captain with some experience, so he's going. And I'm just trying to follow him. At this point, sheet rocks fall, falling down on top of me. I think the roof's caving in on me. Uh, we make it through, and nobody's in, thank goodness. But we did find, like, ten dogs we had to get out of there. Good God. And they weren't little. They were biggins. Damn. Good Lord. So that was my first fire. I got I got hit pretty hard. Sounds Ten like a dogs. shit kicker. There, enough that we had to call animal control, and we had a ton of garbage bags. They were all so dead. that was your possible entrapment? They all yeah. died? Oh, yeah, they were all dead. Oh, shit. Oh, that's yeah. sad. And then, the, like, we got called a mate, or not mate, but a... Uh, like everybody evac the roofs caving or the a fucking, fucking floors code caving red. in. Yeah, got called. Yeah. So it that was. Is I was like, the, how how did you get indoctrinated into the fire service? Of course, bro. Like that, like, that was the redheaded. It was fire chief. It was y'all had. You're like the fire. Like you, you were God's favorite, I guess. To get to that, like that, be your first church fire, not a George Foreman grill. <laughs> you know, yeah. Out of that, yeah. I don't. What was yours, Brandon? Brandon, come on, uh, bro. This department or my old one? Like my no, first, no, no, no. Ever, first, first, first ever, ever. ever. My first ever structure fire. Oh God. Oh yeah. This one tops both of you. Oh really? Let's hear it, bro. You when cocky I, son of a bitch. No, it it tops it in stupidity. Oh. The oh, first yeah. the first yeah. legit fire I ever saw was a massive grass fire. I'm guessing that doesn't count. Uh, first structure fire I was ever a part of. Uh, I volunteered for a county department for about a year, and over there we ran weekend shifts to cover for paid personnel that were not there. And we ran week. I was on a weekend shift, and I was under the impression that I was working strictly medical, and so I didn't have my bunker gear. Nah, oh. worked so, for the same yeah, department. Yeah, and so. Yeah, we're, yeah. We're, like we're, we we took medical shifts on the weekends. Yeah, and yeah. So I, I, I thought that. it was strictly medical. This is just yeah. me being negligent. Like I just didn't consider the fact. Yeah. That if a fire came through, that we were going to that too. It just never crossed my mind. I was Correct. so nervous to even be there, and yeah. I was so happy that they that they happened to let me join their department. I couldn't see straight, and so. I got you, bro. Mm-hmm. We were good. So we're running this medical shift, and we run down to this big canyon, uh, for a rescue. We go down there and See, we make a uh, rescue down there. Paladur, yeah, yeah. Paladur yeah, Canyon. Yeah. We made a. We went down there for a rescue and we took care of our business down there. We're coming back, and on we just surfaced out of there and they toned us for a structure fire, like smoke showing. We could see it from 15 miles away where we were. We could see a smoke plume, so it was there was definitely a fire. 
So we go code three and we get to the scene. And we're just in a unit. We're not in an engine. We're in a unit, a rescue unit. Yeah. And we showed up because they had their gear. And I got out of the unit and they're like getting ready to go to work. And I was like, I don't have my bunkers. <laughs> yeah, I don't have shit. And so they sent me back to the station in this stupid unit. And I didn't know how to drive <laughs> code three at the time. So they made me go code one all the way to the station and then come back. And by the time I got back to the fire, the structure was already on the ground. I got to spray some. I got to put some fire out. It was a big fire, but it, I didn't. I didn't get to have any fun though. It, I was, I was horribly humiliated. I from can that. see I like, you driving some booster unit. I'm assuming I was driving no. it so it, fast. It, it, they were it, like, "Don't go code three. I bro, was smoking that thing bro. with your it, tail this between is like, your legs. No, bro. I've no. never even driven that unit before, Cody. Bro, this is an eight twenty unit. Yeah, it's a freaking Silverado. Yeah, it's a Silverado with fire on the side. This is a fucking little fucking truck. It has air packs in it, but in the back. Yeah, yeah, that was my first. Here's what I want to ask Did any of those cocksuckers that you got off the truck with, did they put air packs on that were on the truck? Uh, I don't. No, because an engine actually beat us to the... Well, an engine company beat us to the scene. Oh, They okay. went off and they okay. went over and... Damn it! They went over and hooked up with the engine company. I was going to talk shit for a second. I work for that department, so it's okay. So, like, <laughs> yeah, I took the unit back to the station. Nice. Yeah, I felt kind of dumb. Dude, but, you know. whenever you respond code three to your own station for That was code shit. one. Code one. Yeah. Well, Both ways. Either way, you feel like a giant yeah. retard. Oh, yeah. Yep. I think we've all done it. Yep. So yeah, if uh, if you're willing to talk about it, I I kind of wanted to know what it was like. Uh, uh, you know the struggles that you face, and uh, we might, we have some female listeners out there, so maybe they face some of the same struggles that you could uh, continue being an inspiration to them and how you're dealing with it. And... Um, I mean, it's kind of been like a mixed bag so far in my year and a little. It's been so I've been full time for a year. I actually signed my contract on November 16th of last year. So I'm almost on my year mark. Um, I was a student volunteer, all that for since May before that. So a few months. Um, It's had its challenges. I mean, I haven't really run into too many hate to say it, but guys that are just straight up. uh, You fucking belong in the kitchen, bitch. Um, well, that's good but there to has hear. been one that was like, they're okay. I, I, I work in a really small town and I wanted to tell my chief about this so bad, but he's just going to tell me not to get worked up about it. I, uh, had just gotten off shift. I went by Walmart to get something and, uh, I had changed out of my actual shirt and I had on, I don't remember. I think I was wearing a, uh, what was I wearing? A fill the boot shirt. I had a fill the boot shirt in my bag and I put it on cause I didn't want to wear my duty shirt to war- to Walmart. And uh, this man in the self checkout was like, "Hey, tell your husband." What? I said, uh, "What you you didn't want somebody to thank you for your service?" Uh, oh, I hate you that. see that right there? Yeah, <laughs> fuck those guys. Anyway, I go on. Like, <laughs> I was sitting in the checkout, and this this old man he he had such a kind face, and I thought I was like, "Oh, this old man wants to talk to me. That's nice. I love old people." And so. He uh he was like, Hey, uh, tell your husband I said thank you for his service to our community. And I was like I was like, Oh, well I'm not married and he said, Oh, well I like your shirt, where'd you get it? And I said, Well, it's mine and he said, Huh? You like you bought it? And I was like, no, I work for the fire department. He's like, Huh? Like it, the look on his face was just pure and I was so confused because this is a very small town and we have a female on every shift 
which is amazing. I'll get into that in a second. And I was like, this dude doesn't know that there's female firefighters. I was like, uh, he's like, you, you, you're a firefighter. I was like, yeah. Kind of like so confused why this man was like looking at me so strange. He's like, well, why would you want to do that? What? That's a man's job. How do you do that job? And I was like, ah, I'm, all right, I'm a head out. You know that SpongeBob meme? Oh, all right, yeah. I'm a head all right, out. I'm a head out. Love that meme. That was me. I was like, all right, yeah. I'm out. Yeah. But it makes me so because. I think what, so when I got, when I first started, I struggled with like upper body strength, which you have to have because I mean, we got, we got a very big, important job that requires a lot of heavy lifting and shit. Okay. You got to be in shape. This is not the place for out of weight or out of shape people that weigh 500 pounds or people that can't throw a 24 footer by themselves. Um, so I was kind of like, I work really hard to be here. People are just so mean because I'm a girl. I don't understand. I haven't really run into any coworkers that are rude to me. I've had one been like, oh, I got that for you. You don't have to pick it up. And I'm just like, come on, dude, really? But I think what got me so much was this lady contacted me and wanted to do an article on me, which I was fine with. And she wanted to talk about being a female and how I got into the fire service and how I'm second generation. Well, she took my words and twisted them. And she was like, a uh, firefighter says no one believes her because she's a female. And I was like, what the fuck did you say? It like totally the headline was terrible. It got posted on that meninist page on Facebook, and these dudes were ripping me to shreds about. Oh, don't forget, uh, she just uh had to tell people she was a firefighter. And what's funny is, if people don't ask, I don't say. Like I usually say, they say, "What do you do?" I work for the fire department, and then I leave it at that. Unless they like continue to ask more questions, I don't just walk up. Hey, my name's Michaela. Nice to meet you. I fight fire for a living. What's up, man? So. So what you're saying is you're not a marine. Right, that's my dad. My dad's like, what's I'm up? A my Marine. name's Chris. Uh, I used to be a Marine. What up, dude? <laughs> I'm a Marine. <laughs> There's no such thing as a former Marine. So I was just like, I'm not. Shout out to all my like, Marine buddies out there. Just had to bust your balls. I'm like roasting my dad. Fuck y'all. Um, so I'm kind of just like, uh, I mean, yeah, I work for the fight. It's This is 2019. Um, so I struggled with like lifting weights and stuff like that and i worked my ass off like i remember one time one of my fellow firefighters posted this meme when i first started it was like uh you don't belong in the fire department if you can't throw a 24 footer by yourself and i couldn't and i was like well you know what i'm not going to be that bitch that can't throw a 24 foot extension ladder so for an entire two shifts all i did was i went and took the extension ladder off of our um secondary engine and i just over and over and over again until I finally got it. So now I'm like, okay, you can think I can't do my job all I want, all you want, but here I am doing the same things my brothers do. Watch What's me flip this 24 and stab it. And oh, wait yeah. a minute. Exactly. I'm a. I'm gonna do wait it all one by minute. There's a but, woman that can throw a 24 <laughs> in Central Georgia. I'm gonna, I can like balance it on one finger, you know? Not I'm just saying. Um, you're like no, twirling you, it above you got, your head. You gotta no. do the flip, right? Do you do the flip? I can do the flip with a like a roof ladder. There you I can, go. The, uh, like a, there you go. It, it doesn't matter. The 24 is hard to flip. Like, yeah. it, it's, the roof it's ladder is difficult. pretty easy if you practice it. The 24 foot flipping it, it's you can do it, but it is hard. Like, I'll give you that. Presley, I think Presley Pritchard can, uh, she's a girl I follow. I look up to her. She, um, I think she posted a video one time of her flipping one, and I was like, all right, you're a bad bitch. Uh, I love you. Um, 
I haven't really run into too many like people I'm close in like close proximity and who I work with on a daily basis that are like really against women. It's more of like the people who aren't firefighters that have the most to say about it. Like, oh, women don't belong in this job. Um, you, how can you save someone's life? Like when that article got posted about me, they were like, she's five foot four, 150 pounds. I, I don't trust her to come save my family. I would never let my daughters do this. And it's like, uh, how can she even save her partner? All right, let me tell you something. My partner is 6'3", 320. If anyone, any single person on my department can drag them by themselves, I will give them, like I said earlier, $100 because I'd like to see that. In full bunker gear, you know what I mean? It's like this isn't a one-person effort. This is a team effort. So I work with my team. We They compliment where I may struggle and I compliment where they may struggle. I can fit in spaces they can't. See, they... That is the definition of a golden team. Right. Of the of the simple fact of e- each person brings something different to the table that makes the whole team badass. And I'll give you an example. Uh for for the simple fact of this lady, because she was a lady, don't 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 get me fucked up, because she she was, she was everything that that you should be. Right. But as a firefighter, she was more. And this was Carol Kroger. She she was a captain of Amarillo Fire Department in the Panhandle of Texas. I'll throw that out there. She was the baddest bitch that I've ever met. She she worked her way up. I, I cannot believe she never took a chief position, but she was a captain. And I tell you what, she was good at her shit. She knew her job. And, and I tell you what, she would, she would put anybody in their place that thought she was they were better than she was. That's a bad bitch. Oh yeah, she knew what just, she was doing. I, I, I firmly like I wholeheartedly with everything in me believe that there are women who slip through the cracks that don't belong here. I, I've seen it. I, I get that. I one hundred percent fully believe there are men who slip uh, through the cracks who do not belong dude, here. Dude, there are some men yep. so, that are worse than those basic bitches you talk about. So, yeah. Uh, so there's yeah. It's, it's, both, it's 100% both genders. Bull, I actually wrote that. that on my paper. It says there, this little, that you told me to write down some points. I put there are women who slip through the cracks, but there's men too. Oh, yeah. Like, Damn I, right. I, you want to talk about some women that don't belong here? We can talk about them because I've seen it. Yep. But we can go all day about some men that I know or oh, that I've 100%. seen that can't do this either. So, I mean, that's why this one dude commented on that thing about me that he was like, oh, I'm five foot four, 140 pounds, and I would, I would, think i'm a danger to my team if i was a firefighter okay well because you can't do it and because you're a weak little shit doesn't mean i am wait a minute because you're a basic bitch (laughs) means that you're on the same level as me fuck off i wouldn't i wouldn't put my i wouldn't want to be a firefighter because i'd put everyone else in danger because i'm not big enough or strong enough and i'm like uh okay dude that sucks maybe go do some push-ups yeah (laughs) but yeah like my lieutenant is the like there used to, my old cover photo on Twitter, if y'all ever saw it, it, there was my whole crew, like my whole department. We were standing there with our 
bunker pants on. It was so ghetto. Um, my chief loved it though. <laughs> and the, the dude what? standing next to me is my lieutenant, and he we are the same height. We are the same size. And this dude's a badass when it comes to the fire department. Like he knows his job. He like like I said, this he's got an award of val. He's a valor award for saving somebody. I mean, he can advance a hose line like, two and a half by himself. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I I mean I can. I can do it with a partner, maybe. I don't know. We don't use two and a half fire fire because we don't get big fires like that. But like, there are women who slip through the cracks, but there are men too. But to condescend someone else because you can't do the job, it's just it's so dumb to me. And it's like, well, it makes I, them feel them, better if they can put you down. Yeah, be like, yeah. well, you can't no. do it. No. Uh, I don't know why you're trying. I I can't do it. No, just because you can't doesn't mean I can't. No, it, it's like a validation. Of their inadequacy. It's the same thing with the mutts when they bark. Yeah. Yep. Just like they talked about. Yep. But they were, I mean, another thing I can't, okay. Another thing. The loudest voice in the room does not make it correct. Yeah. Oh, my God. My dad said that. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Um, I think another key point about females in the fire service are the ones that are like, in your face i'm a female like you i'm gonna have a pink helmet and you're gonna not call me fireman whatever and it just gets on my nerves because i'm i'm pro woman but i'm not anti-man there's like there's you can be pro woman but that doesn't mean treat men like shit or walk around like you're a superior gender we're that we're not in the fire service you can be yes i'm proud to be a female in a male-dominated field but I'm also proud to know the men that I do and work alongside these men who do just as good of a job, if not better than I do sometimes. So when, when females in the fire service are like, I'm a female, don't call me fireman. I'm offended. And I'm like, uh, you, you do realize that's like the technical term as fireman. Do you, why, why are you bothered by a word? You should be focusing on your job, not what the term is. Someone called you and it drives me nuts. And this lady one time, um, Chris Tobin worked with a lady. Um, I can't, I God, I wish I could remember her name right now. She's awesome. She wrote a piece about downtown dwellings and, you know, like the fire conditions in them and building construction. I think her name is Lex or something. I don't know, but she's awesome. I love reading her stuff. Well, she posted it and she put a fire, the caps, the title was like Fireman's Challenge of like downtown buildings. It was a great piece. And she posted it in this female group, and they attacked her. They're like, I want to know why you use the term fireman, not firefighter. And I'm like, dude, this is one of the best pieces about building construction I've ever read. But from two amazing firefighters, male and female, and you're, like, literally castrating this woman because she used the term fireman in her title. And I just don't, like, those are the female firefighters that make my skin crawl. I don't want to be known as that fire, like that type of female firefighter. Those are the ones that kind of make me think, oh, did you slip through the cracks? Because I want to know. Now, there's there's men just as bad that are out there do the same thing. Like something will get posted and maybe something's misspelled or some shit like that. And what they'll take it so far out of context and they, they don't, whatever the meaning is, they don't even get the meaning of what it was supposed to mean. They'll just focus on that one thing. It's like, I'm triggered because oh, of this. Thought, you thought wrong. Yeah. You're like, but you missed the, the whole point of where, whatever the point was, you know? It was such yeah, a great like- message and you 
completely shit on no, it. No, because they it wanted like, to be technically correct. Yeah. Yes. That's it. Oh, my God. I hate people like that. There's the point. It went right over your head. Look at it. There it goes. Ooh, yep, well. right over your head. So, Look, either I mean, you can but, make the stretch or you can't. Like, yeah. That's pretty yeah. much it. Like, can you make the stretch with me? If I look behind me on a hose line, it's a I can't tell if it's a man or a woman in their bunker gear in their pack. Yeah. But I can I can darn sure tell if you can make the stretch with me. That's all I care exactly. about. So <laughs> first fire I ever worked with Carol Kroger. Uh, I'm just gonna break this down right now. This was North Loop Village, Amarillo, Texas. We are burning down 28 structures because we don't know how to fight grass fires. <laughs> so this motherfucker kicked our ass, right? Mm-hmm. I stretch in with this lady. And I'm the rookie fireman. I don't know shit. We're in this double-wide house fire. And she is whooping this fire's ass. And all I can do to help her out is be a good back man. That's it. Just pull hose. Just pull hose. Make make sure she's she's doing good. Like, didn't even know she was a she, right? At the time, the chief of the fire department looked at me and said, Go interior back back this person up. I don't even think that motherfucker knew she was a she. This is Carol Kroger. Like later to be captain of Amarillo Station 7. She is whooping this fire's ass. And she comes back. And she's like, alright, we got it. Like, you good with it? We're low on air. We need to go out. We need to exchange bottles. Happens. Right? Mm -hmm. We go out. And <laughs> this was the greatest thing that ever happened. She taps me on the ass. And she was like, Psh. <laughs> Good game. Like, like, hey, man, you okay? Good game, bro. <laughs> I was oh like, yeah. yeah, I'm good. Like, okay. She's like, get another bottle. We'll go in there. We'll whoop this motherfucker's ass. You're like, what just happened? Damn, she sounds like a woman I want to know. Like, dude, she sounds bad. Dude, she's retired now. I, I swear she would have been the next chief of Amarillo. Really? Yeah, but she retired. She went on, but I'm telling you, she was the greatest woman in the fire service I ever knew. Not Dude, taking anything awesome. away from anybody else. Like, she did the job right. You're Speaking of the yeah. firefighters that fell through the cracks, yeah. my last chief was one of those. Oh, God. Yeah, she <laughs> was. calling that man out. No, it was a she. Yeah. Oh. So that was the that was the first ever. Un uh, unfortunate. That was my first ever chief. It was yep. she was a female, and nothing wrong with female chiefs. I just have a problem with any chief who doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. Yep. And can't admit that they're wrong. Yeah. They so, got life. They have their life in your life in their hands, and they don't know what they're doing. That just drives me nuts. Yeah, and I mean to the point where you were forging documents and doing all sorts of shit to. To make sure nobody was looking at your job, but anyway, yeah, ladder trucks been yeah, broke long, for five years, bro. Long story, but that that was my first experience with the female firefighter. And well, I hate that you had that type of experience, man. Yeah, it's bullshit, right? So that's why I was so interested in learning your perspective and seeing the kind of struggles that you've dealt with uh, being a female firefighter. In All the fire of the ones service. I have met thus far on my volunteer department, 
on my part-time department, on my full-time department. There's three of us on my full Actually, one just left us, unfortunately. She was a sergeant. Um, she went to be dispatched. She just didn't, it was time for her to move on. She felt like it, this wasn't a place for her anymore, which I'm proud of her for, you know, knowing when it was time. Oh yeah. But I've, every female firefighter I know personally, I'm pretty much, I think every single one of them impressed by, I've watched them blood, sweat, tears, pull the same freaking weight as the dude. And it's like, I'm proud to know women like you. And then there's some women I know. There's like one or two, and I'm just like, mm, and you talk about me. Let's, oh. And it's just like, it drives me up the wall because sometimes you think it's the guys that give the female firefighters a hard time. And I think 45% of it thus far has been females giving females a hard time. Like, girls giving other girls. And it's like, we preach females empower women, women empower women. And then you get to the fire service, and you've got like, that one out of five that's just a raging butthole who's like, well, I'm a better female firefighter than you. And I'm like, okay, great. You want a cookie? Because I come here, I do my job, and I go home. So well, See, that exact I'm- that exact female was uh, in charge of a department. So whenever we – and we had a few females that actually applied for our department. And she wouldn't hire them. Why? Because she was just the greatest female firefighter ever and didn't want anybody else coming into the department that would challenge that. Wow, she sounds like she needs to tuck her dick back in her sock. Yeah, and and she uh, eventually got forced to. So <laughs> they figured out how big of a piece of shit she was. So they uh, ended up firing her. <laughs> but anyway. I have some pretty great coworkers though. So far, my my partner is. I never thought my best friend, one of my best friends, would be a fifty-two-year-old man. But he's it. I mean, we spend twenty-four hours together. Generally, just me and him after five o'clock. And he's one of the greatest people I've ever known. And he stood up for me multiple times and advocated for me on like a woman's standpoint. And he's like, dude, my y'all, he, when that thing came out about me, I, it made me emotional because I had men from all over the country, thousands of comments, making, posting memes from Pornhub about the, a woman dressed as a firefighter. Like that, that's the kind of shit I get sometimes. And I was like, wow, you're so funny. But when yeah, that came hilarious. out, I was pretty upset. I was pretty upset, and he kind of sat me down. He was like, "Look, you're here because you belong here. You're here because you earned it, and I don't ever want you to think that any of that stuff is true. I trust you. I know I'm a big dude, and you're not. You're small compared to me." He was like, "But you're my partner, and I trust you with my life. And you're here because you earned it. So don't let those get to you." And so that kind of keeps me going. So I have really good guys that I'm blessed to work with who support me and who see that I work hard and I earned it just like they did because we went through the same academy. Our our certificates are signed by the same freaking people. And I think that us as firemen need to remember that sometimes. Yeah, most definitely. I completely agree with that. Anyway, Kayla, I think it's time to wrap this episode up. We've been yammering on for a while and it's been awesome having you here. Uh, Do work crew here, thus goons educating us on some stuff and then hopefully getting some stuff answered yourself i I did answer a few thank you awesome yeah most definitely uh one thing i like doing uh with each and every guest as you know when you listen to the podcast is we like getting uh your insight maybe something that you would want to leave the listeners with uh maybe that that person who's sitting there with in a rough time right now uh, might be dealing with something, uh, something that you can leave with them inspiration-wise, you know. I used to, We used to always say, you know, what would you tell yourself? 
when uh, you were first coming in, but that was like six months ago for you. So, you know, <laughs> it was a year. Yeah. Okay. Okay. A year. So not, nothing's wrong with that. We were all rookies once before, but you're still young in your career. So maybe you, you just tell somebody, you know, who's might be thinking of a career in fire service, or maybe is starting to get in a career in fire service and might be going through some of the same struggles that you've got. What would, what would you tell them to help them through it? Um, I think I'd start out with humility, like go in it with a, with a humble mind and a humble heart, soak up everything, be a sponge. I wish I would have been more humble when I started. And now that I've learned how that portrayed me, I really wish I could go back. So I would say be humble, um, be nice, be kind. Uh, I know it's a competitive world out there, but this isn't a competitive thing. It's a teamwork thing. Um, if you're struggling, like you want to be a fire, like just follow your dreams. I went from being in college for medicine to being a firefighter. So, I mean, if you're felt called to do it, go for it. If it's not meant for you, that's fine. I'm, your, your place is somewhere in this world and you'll find it. Um, don't listen to the naysayers because they just like listening to the sound of their own voice. And, um, you know, find people that you can confide in, find someone that you can look up to. I did. And it's the greatest thing I ever did. And um, just don't don't let anything get you down. It, whether you're a man, woman, want to come into the fire service, just push. Do your best. Come to work. Be there for your brothers and sisters. Show them you're there for them. And just be the best fireman, firefighter, whichever you want to say, that you can be for the citizens you serve and for the people you work for and for yourself, honestly. Damn right, Kayla. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you for having or thank you for being on the show. You know, thank no, you for thank, having me. Thank you for having us. Yeah, true. There's that too. <laughs> well, no. Thank you for having me. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's it's been a great episode. Uh, I expect to see you at some conferences. Sure. I'm going to FDIC for sure. Oh my god, we, we have to make it. We have to make it to FDIC, bro. Can we? When is We're FDIC? Have to talk about it. It's like uh, July, right? We're no, it's in like it. April or May. April. Yeah. That's right. Because we've we're got going, we've got third March, coast coming yeah. in March, and then I've got uh, Tulsa Fire School that I like going to every year in May or yeah. not May, yeah May. Sorry. So uh, we'll see. I am definitely focusing more on family this year. I'm yeah. going to do That's that. Awesome. I've spent uh, enough years and money on myself, and kind of been. I'm not necessarily selfish, but. Uh, instead of taking family trips, I've been taking training trips. So this year I told my wife I'm doing two and, uh, the rest is you. So, yeah, I'm uh, kind of a selfish idiot too. So yeah. So this year I'm just doing that next year is going to be different, but this year I've got my two. So FDIC possibly, uh, 2021, 2021. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see. have to get with the boys. Brandon moves a little slower. Than, uh, than than most of us. Yeah, like, come on, bro. planning things. Break it down. You. Yeah, so I do not move slowly. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Okay, imagine a life where you could do whatever you want, whenever you want. I live that life right now. But at the speed of a turtle. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. I don't blame you. I don't <laughs> I'm already 55 years old. Yeah, until you met Kayla. <laughs> I'm gonna live to 300. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway, Kayla, uh, we're gonna. a long way from 21. <laughs> no, we. Uh... <laughs> Honestly, uh, uh, coming from, it's really refreshing to hear 
some of the things that you used to say in the younger years. Coming from somebody years later, it was really refreshing to hear what you had to say. Oh, yeah. It's, ni- it's nice to hear the passion. Yeah. Yep. Well, thank because... you. are like, wow, we're not the only ones gooning out over fire yeah. constantly. Yeah. So you, you can take yep. that with you. You're not the only one. Well, hey. that makes me feel a lot better. No, you're you're not. Don't yeah. ever lose what you have now. Because in 10 years, you're still going to love the job. Yeah. In 10 oh, yeah. years, you won't be that cocksucker that says, in 10 years, you won't like it. Yeah. Hell yeah. You're going to love the job. You're going to be at the department you want to be at. Yep. Uh, doing the things you want to do. Uh, and the and you'll be climbing up the ranks. So yep. definitely wish you the best of luck. You know what? Be, be the chief. You know what? Do that. Uh, I don't know if I want to do all that paperwork, that. but I might work my way up a little bit. Yeah, Chief there is a go. stupid job. And it's still hot Lana. <laughs> did you say hot Lana? He sure did. He sure It does. is not hot Lana. <laughs> do not call it that. Hot Lana. It's hot as fuck down there. <laughs> fuck that place. Hot Lana. Jesus. Hashtag hot Lana. All right. We're gonna we're gonna end this episode. It's great having you on once again. Well thank you. Yep. And sincerely uh, thank you. Yep, sincerely. It was a pleasure. As we finish our episode, we have our saying, know your trade. Do your job. Do work. Do work. Do work, guys. We'll see you later. See ya.